What's up, you guys? This is the quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We had Haley the Bear. It's raining and I'm wet. Producer Josh. It's raining and I'm dry. Because you've been in here since like 5 a.m. I've been here since before it was raining. And Ryan from Miami. It was just raining guitar picks a second ago, too. Yeah, but that was a terrible throw, by the way. We have to teach your uh, teach you the. Uh, We're doing oh, this. Wait, 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 wait. We're doing it at the beginning. Uh, what's the YouTube? Oh, it is uh, youtube.com slash C slash the quad with Chris Young. And by the way, if you haven't watched the Tracy Lawrence episode, I implore you, go watch it because it is even better than the audio version. He's amazing. He's and you amazing. get to see a floating box of my my face. Just, you do. <laughs> there it is. Just I thought it was going to cut to me, and now it's just me it's sitting down there, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you're just a, you're a floating box. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Josh, the floating box cleave. Is that my new nickname? Yeah. No. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> She's like, yes. No. Thank God. Uh, give me another floater. I mean, we, oh had, we had Ryan on a stick for a while. We so. did. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That, and, but you had a fake version of me. Yes, we, we did. had cut out me. We had cut out cut out CY. We had uh, Ryan on a stick. Ryan Do on we a need stick like and teddy bear version Josh. of Haley just sitting <laughs> there. Yes. Oh my god! If you ever have to miss for any reason, we just need a bear. Then like we're gonna do a cut out of your face. What was the What was the movie with the bear that the teddy bear that came alive? I'm forgetting the name. Ted. Of it. Ted. Ted. We Such need a good movie. Ted Literally. to sit in that chair. Is what we need. Wait, you go. What's the name of that movie with the teddy bear? Ted. Ted. Yeah. Nope, that's there not it. It, it was a teddy bear. There it is. All right. Um, before we even get started today. Josh and I were talking about something right as we walked in and you, you said like the best way to put this. And so I'm just going to reiterate it for everybody. I had one of the best shows of my life this weekend and it wasn't the biggest show. It, 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 there were no, we didn't have a video wall. I've spent my entire life trying to get to the point where Everybody enjoys every minute. And we were almost at the end of the show. And I, sometimes I'll be like, I'll walk to the mic and just wait and see if people cheer because they get uncomfortable. They don't know what uh, else to yeah, do. Yeah, they're like, oh, God, we should probably scream. It's like the it's awkward silence moment, which, by the way, is, is an awesome <laughs> trick. Thank you, uh, Reba McIntyre and everyone that came before her for doing that because that's where I picked it up from. So smart. That is why you watch other people's shows. Um. I cried on stage. Not crocodile tears. No. Actual tears. No, no. I cried on stage. Um, and that's is really, I know this is getting deep for anyone that has never listened to this podcast before. I promise we don't do this all the time. <laughs> uh, that being said, this is worth noting because it's, I'm almost 17 years into my record deal. I've been playing music for a lot longer than that. And what you said resonated with me, and it's the truth. It's why it meant so much. It's that I've spent my entire life, most of it, just trying to put out music people like. You don't even have to like me. I just want you to like the music that I create and put out. We stood there for a good three and a half to four minutes. 
while the crowd cheered. And that doesn't sound like a long time. That's an entire song. Yeah. Like a normal, normal applause is like 10, 15 seconds. Generally. I was messed up in the best way. I thank you to everybody that came out to the show on Saturday. I appreciate it. And, um, I always say this on stage, but like I, people have a billion other things to do with their money and their time. And right now, a lot of people don't have a lot of money or time. So for them to spend that on watching me come play music is ridiculous. And I love you for it. It's pretty cool. It's like a billion to one. You know what I mean? Like the odds of you existing in this time period you being born with this gift, you working really hard on this gift and then you sharing it with everyone and then it resonating and with it all people, working and it all working <laughs> and the hundreds of thousands of dollars that go into making records and putting stuff on the road and whatever. And it's I, like, I've played a lot of shows at, uh, you know, the El Chico Mexican restaurant patio. Absolutely. Uh, I want to go eat there one time. By the way. I've heard, <laughs> it does, I've heard it's it. gone. It's oh, gone now. The no. one that I played at is I've gone. I've heard about El Chico so much and I just am craving like a burrito from El Chico. <laughs> I trust me. I was, <laughs> People were a fan of me in college because I got free quesadillas. That's hard to come back to. More important than money at that point. Right. Yeah, nobody had to drive to Taco Bell. It was great. Right. I might offer a deal. Can we get free quesadillas at Chewy's if you play on the front porch? <laughs> I will play, I'm just going to go play to one show. Right you got, we're going to do a podcast at Chewy's here in oh Nashville. Yes. Out of all yes. places for us to do a free show. Podcast. Podcast. At Chewy's. Slash writers round. We Are just do a couple me? songs I'm each. Call it, it good. I'm, I'm not against it. I'll sing for my supper any night. That's uh, fine. I might have to call Chewy's. <laughs> Give anyway, me a heads up. I'm just, yeah. I'm literally, thank you guys for bailing me out of being emotional. I, it, it was just Where really special. Where was the show on Saturday night? For just it was really record. special. So I, here's, here's the thing. It looks like some of the photos that I posted from Friday night and Saturday night are the same, other than me being in different clothes, and they're not. Because I was in uh, Cohasset. And then I was in Hyannis. Um, How many times like did you Cape, say that like, on stage? That's like really Cape quickly. Cod. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's down on the Cape. Yeah. So uh, it, it's literally the, the location is the Cape Cod Melody Tent. I've never played there before. And they're one of those venues where it's a rotating stage. It's small. It's in the round. So it's like, you know, like 2,200 people. And there's something about being right in the middle of everybody. Um, and just and hearing that level of cheer. I, I, that's that, There's nothing else I can describe. I, well, and it's 3D. I don't it's know 3D. how to. 2D is they're all in front of you. You look out. 3D is like you're getting it from everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. And I, I literally, there was a point where I stood on the stage and I've got a video that Jeff sent me that I'm never going to post. It's just going to be mine. I posted one. Um, <laughs> and like, I don't care how many people see it. Mm-hmm. If you want to look at it, great. If you want to like it, great. It it was posted for me because it is just them losing their minds. But I I literally stood and went in a circle and pointed at every part of the crowd and was like, "Thank you," mm-hmm. because it was awesome. It's like what a we were talking about this off camera, like what a reaffirming moment it, it is. You have big shows, you play big sold out arenas, whatever, but those are the moments where you go, 
geez, this is why I do this. I, I have played in front of 40,000 people before, and I don't know that I felt that much love. Yeah. And it means a lot. Yeah, or like playing the swamp with guards. It means a lot you know to I mean? me. It's an unbelievable amount of people. But no, 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 no. I mean, like that—that's different. I'm opening for somebody else. But like my show, me playing for a huge crowd of people. I don't know if you'd given me four hundred thousand people. I don't know that I would have been able to feel more emotion than that. And so, thank you guys. All right, who won the poll on Pop Tarts? <laughs> Toasted is your winner. Is it toasted? Oh, it's toasted. It's toasted. All right. People are willing to spend the extra, I don't know, 90 seconds. It's way to more than 90 seconds. Pop-tarts. It's way more than 90 seconds. Is it? Yes, it is. is. It? 90 seconds is relevant. <laughs> oh, oh, that was Freudian. That's just for oh, him. No. I don't know. I didn't have, okay. her, I didn't have um, anything. <laughs> hey, how's Merch? <laughs> Merch is She's great. a lucky lady, right? <laughs> Just get a look over. Here. I'm crying now, but <laughs> totally uh, different reason. Hey, does your girlfriend listen to the podcast? Because this is going to be awkward. She might skip over this one. <laughs> so just be like, It'll hey, only baby, take her 90 seconds like, to hear it. Hey, right. Baby, don't listen to that one. It's fine. You're like right around that the 10 minute fine. mark. You don't want to listen. Yeah, you don't want to listen there. Skip to the sports section. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Merch is great. Um, I was going to order it on Thursday, but there's the pre-sales going a little longer because they were back ordered. So yeah, that shocker. was why I asked. Shocker! It was back ordered because these times are tough when it comes to ordering the merch. Supply apparently. chains suck. Yeah, they really do. So I'm waiting to find out this week if it comes back. If it doesn't, then I'm going to get the same shirt just from a different company. So just. I'll let you know when it's ordered. <laughs> Heads up. We're still going to take care of you. Hang yes. with us. We got you. Yeah. Um, also, if you don't order now. Then right now it's still open <laughs> um, availability as in I'm not placing a set order. So it is unlimited right now. Yeah. When I place a set order, it will be limited in sizes. If I have zero smalls ordered, then I will not order any smalls whatsoever. So they will never be available. So if enough of you guys pre-order then I will have a good amount of stock. If not, then it's limited. There it so is. you might miss out. For the pre-order, if someone is like an extra small or a 2X or like any bigger, anything. is it, is it easier, it's easier for pre-order to do that, right? It yes. is. Well, so it's pre- I feel like I know I've had a lot of requests for the tank tops in 3X, but I, they don't make them in 3X. I do have a 3X in the t-shirts though. So those ones are more expensive because it is a 3X and it's twice the amount of material. So yeah. if you guys want that, I am ordering a very limited amount. So if you for sure want a 3X and a uh, T-shirt, then you need to order it Yeah, now. pre-order is your move and we'll, yeah. we're happy to help you and figure it out. Yes. Absolutely. All right, I'm let's sorry go to there isn't 3X. Music. I was trying to put that in there. Hey, sorry. <laughs> this is my fault. I'm so sorry. I didn't even look. I, you were in the middle of talking and I was like, oh, it's music time. Um, so obviously I've already done my emotional, I love you. Thank you. Um, I have no idea where at the, at the end of a bar is, uh, but I did see something this morning that it is lucky number. Is it still a seven? Yeah. Okay. Um, I do know 
that they're already talking about when it could possibly be number one. A little forecasting. So uh, my fingers are crossed. Call and request Go, it. Don't call and request it. They don't care. I hate saying that, but they don't. Um, but it they plays. Don't. That's, that, they don't. I'm, I'm it being honest, it, right? Yeah, it's, that, it's, that's, it's, that's an old school thing. They don't do that anymore. Pulling back the curtain on this. Yeah. 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 Like, Sorry. If I'm ruining things? this for anyone, they don't care. You know what? Will... Text your councilman. Uh, <laughs> write your congressman. <laughs> stream it. Stream it. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to the USA tweet the White House. later in the sports we section. <laughs> we, um, to number one. <laughs> hey, uh, seriously, it, you guys don't need to do anything. Just keep listening to us. Keep, being, you, keep no, being no, awesome. You don't need to do anything except keep being awesome. If y'all want to stream it, go ahead. I. But listen to it. Well, <laughs> I mean, hey, here's my thing. Again, I think not for nothing, but due in part to the weekend that I had. I'm just incredibly grateful. Just happy to be here. Yeah. Happy so, to do it. If you guys want to, go ahead. Bunch of heaters all over that record. Put it on repeat. Heaters. Bunch of bunch of bunch Hades. of hits. Bunch of songs that are great. Maybe the last song on the original, yeah, somewhere in the middle of the deluxe. Too. I don't know. It's called Tonight We're Dancing. Okay. Um <laughs> good song i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that thing that gets us in trouble later oh boy we're gonna play a clip it's gonna disappear yeah no this is literally like (laughs) this is a rough this is a board rough yeah so i'm uh here we go my favorite song ever Uh, i turned yeah i know hang on one second (laughs) pause time favorite rescue me is my favorite but now this is my nice. favorite you you want to pull it back down <laughs> no keep my talking He's like, talk louder <laughs> more um, of you <laughs> for those of you not watching on the youtube that is uh josh pulling down the fader on my microphone so i'm not blowing your eardrums out if you're listening and if that does car. get deleted from the youtube skip ahead uh, 20 <laughs> seconds because it's going to be really weird if you don't uh, hear anything for 20 seconds but no, that's oh, I mean, the that's YouTube not out. video. Where that's we just, not out. It'll yeah. probably be another year before that yeah. gets 
Uh, that doesn't get released for yeah until it ends up on a, yeah on a track listing and released. I mean, right. and unless so, here's the weird thing. So while we're talking about music, I'm in that weird spot of we just did the deluxe of Famous Friends. This song is obviously going to be at the top of the charts somewhere, whether it gets to number one or not. It has been a hit, been a success. We technically have released. Uh, Raised on Country, Drowning, Famous Friends, At the End of a Bar, and then, like, the the one with Lauren Elena got a lot of traction. Right. So, four, sort of five singles, that's a lot for a record. So, I have no idea what they, I haven't even talked with Sony about this. This may really actually irritate them that I'm doing this <laughs> on the podcast. Sorry, Sony. But, I... It's interesting because I've got all this music that's still on there, and you're always going to leave something, right? Mm -hmm. There's always going to be like one song you wanted to get to as a single. doesn't matter what your level of success is that you wanted to get to and release as a single and put the love behind it to make a video and do this and do that. Um, that don't happen. There's one on every single record I've ever had. It doesn't matter how many singles I've had. But I wonder, is it time to go to a new record? I mean, you're coming up on a year since Famous Friends came out. I know. So I this mean, this would not? be the time that you would start working on the next one for a... Well, and obviously the timeline has been weird for everybody because we had 2020, the pandemic. Like, there, there's been a lot going on. One was more record. Losing Sleep was 2018. One more record. <laughs> Am I one retiring more after record. One? <laughs> one more record. What? Is that, it? Was 20. Is, that the is the next one the last <laughs> Two record? more records. Two okay, more I was, records. Hey, I need to know right now if that is, if that is the case. You're normally on a two-year cycle, right? Or like 18-months yeah. cycle? And this has been more like this three and three a half, years four years. Three reason. more records. Three more. So now mm. it's time. Records. Mm. Three That's more right. records. And right. Oh, my God. Ryan's muted. Oh, uh, the fader. <laughs> but I'm anyway. Very, I think it's time. Very, very excited. Awesome. Y'all dig, dig that, though? I yeah, do. that's good. You know I've digged this song since the last time you played it. I was going to say, you heard the I the had demo. the original. I don't think I ever played you the demo of this. Nope. It um, sounds, I like so it better. Uh, no. You, you know demo. how I feel right. about the original that you played me. Speaking of music, let me I ask know. you a question. Mm. Yes, sir. Because I don't know that either one of them will know what I'm talking about. Because okay. they haven't heard a lot of the before and after. Sure. Do you ever get like demo love? Demoitis? Where you just fall demo in love with a demo. All, right, All the so, time. So here's the thing. Uh, anyone listening to us right now, when you go in and you make a record. This is inside baseball, but I like it. Very inside baseball, sorry. Uh, you normally, this is either going to be a great episode for people to listen to us or they're just going to cut us off tears, immediately. Yeah. Um, you normally go do a demonstration cut, which is what demo is short for. And that is, you know, either all in the box, which means out of computer sounds that you can create and alter and chop apart, or you go in with a band and cut the demo version, quote unquote. Uh, then the actual cut, a lot of the time, will resemble that demo. Mm hmm. And that used to happen more because you would have songwriters that were trying to get their songs cut, so they wanted the very best version. So they would pay 
Like I, I got paid to sing demos. They mm-hmm. would pay. Jamie Johnson is like one of the most notoriously famous demo singers in Nashville because mm. everybody liked his voice and he didn't sing a whole lot of runs. Hmm. So anyone so felt like anyone they, could put they were in like, it. oh, I can put myself into that vocal. Cool. But he had a really awesome tone. Like that. That's not a negative on Jamie. Jamie is like one of the most talented musicians that I know. Um, but they, they were like, oh, you, we want you and we're going to pay you money to come sing all these mm-hmm. demos so that artists other than you will cut these Absolutely. songs. And when you do that, sometimes there's slight things that shift and you can get what we joke as is demoitis, which is where it's like, man, I don't know. It's, it doesn't, it's not technically as correct but it was more right. Well, it's usually the demo is if it's a good demo and if the song is as good as this is and usually ends up on a record at some point, it usually means the demo at some point is the closest version to what you, how excited you were the day that you wrote it. And so there's so much emotion attached to it where you're like, that was the, that was when we got it. You All know? right. C- case in point, what she is talking about is I played her the demo the day that I wrote it. Cause I wrote it with Josh Hogue mm-hmm. and, um, a couple other guys and um the the interesting part about that song is i added drums because there weren't any drums on the original correct but it's really really hard to release a song as a single without anything without it was any just drums. his voice and a piano and it i just felt the song so much more and after I hearing it that. with the added music i'm like no i want just the piano and your voice so i may just song. i may just do both i think that i may just strip it and do just vocal and piano. when we're done can we please play them the the, the demo yeah. version thank you well and and that is again inside baseball it's this when, is also a board rough. This yeah, is not mixed. Sure. That's this not is not mixed. mastered. Just, there's you, no you singing it. Yeah. yeah. There's no harmonies on it. I am no, uh, very early. All of it. Very I, early in the process. I do want to inform you guys that I have uh, looked up demoitis on WebMD. It currently is not popping up, but the closest thing is dementia. <laughs> dementia is the closest thing to demoitis, just for the record. It's kind of the same, but different. Um, on WebMD. <laughs> Please don't ever type anything into WebMD. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. WebMD, you can hate me all you want. I. Um, you're, don't you're, don't type anything. You're dying. In. No you you're dying. It doesn't matter what yeah. it is. You it's stub like, your toe. Oh man, nope. that's my my that's, foot hurts. It's about to fall off. Yep. You might Better find answer. demoitis in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, let's let not, me check. No, let's no, not do that. No, 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 no. So, right, so the sorry. thing is, this is it's it's one of the ways you know that you have a really good song is if when you play it just piano and vocal, it's great. When you put it with a band, it's great. You have almost unlimited versions of the song, and you can go, wow. All of these kind of work. Okay, let me ask you another question. Stop it. Did I it pop swear up? to you, it is on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Stop well done, it. And I quote, demoitis, according to Urban Dictionary, <laughs> is what happens when you listen to one version of something so much that when it's properly recorded, it is difficult to accept. It's in there. The example is, Steve, quote, I've been listening to the demo version of that song for months, and now that I've heard the finalized recording, it doesn't sound right at all. Matt, sounds like you've got a case. Of, of demoitis. demoitis. Uh, it, it's real. Okay. So, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. All right. It, we are all over the place wait, this morning. Wait, because in the of Urban Dictionary. And and no, I yes. started this. This is my fault. I went like okay. deep at the beginning, and then now I'm getting like into music nerddom. It's great. I think people uh, Demoitis. If you guys don't listen to this, we'll never do it again. I'm so sorry. Uh, 
here's the interesting thing. Two two parts. We'll get back to my stuff. I want to look over at you and say, but demo artist, I've heard this and now I can't unhear the original. I did it in reverse once where a song was a gigantic number one. And then I heard the demo and you're like, oh, that was Chris Cornell. <laughs> and I was like, the demo version is better. <laughs> I have, I was like, oh no, <laughs> I'll play you a version of this off air. I have something. Is very, it, oh, do I have the same thing? It's not the same thing, the same but I, ha I have a different one that you'll go. Really? That the demo is so, is so much better. Astronomically better. That's awesome. <sighs> At least I know mine's close. I made somebody yeah. cry with that song last no, night. That's great. Playing it to him for the first time. So, uh, the the biggest thing that I was gonna <laughs> then bring up is when you are doing that. It it is a much longer process when you're trying to create an actual final vocal record. Um, going into a demo, you do it in one day. Somebody throws a mix on it. Who cares? Uh, actual album cut is like a day when I sang a scratch with the band, then mixing, then singing over that mix, uh, then maybe wanting tweaks, then sending that to another mix engineer who does the final mix, then getting happy with that and sending that to the person that is mastering the song. It literally takes months. There's so many people involved in a lot every, of cooks in the kitchen here. I spe well, it, it, it is. It's a lot of expos in the kitchen. You you prepared the meal <laughs> and you hand it to someone. They go, oh, let me just put a little bit of parsley on top, and they it, hand it to the server. And the server's like, oh, you need a side of this here. Let me put this in there. I, I'm trying to think of like what the the easiest way to explain it is because everybody's like, oh, it's just a song, and they get really excited. And in, like friends of mine that have nothing to do with music history. Like when I play them a song that I wrote that morning that is already demoed because we were at my buddy's studio, they're like, how did you turn around this song so fast? And I'm like, yeah, but that's not done. <laughs> it's it's a like, loop it in a guitar part of my is, vocal. Yeah. That is not at all what I will put on the radio. Um, and to, so and to the credit of the musical community of Nashville, a lot of demos can sound like masters. Yes, for you, sure. Like you, you would be surprised. You're like, wow, is that the album version? You're like, no, someone did that in an hour. It's wild. You're like, oh, that's I mean, really good. It, it, okay, here we are. We're just going down fully down the rabbit hole. Uh, let me let me ask you a hypothetical. And that sorry, that was my phone. Too close to the microphone. My bad, Josh. Damn technology. It's all good. Dang it. <laughs> technology. <laughs> But no, I still no, love no, 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 everyone stop. <laughs> Not as much as you, you see. No. But I still love stop technology. Stop it. <laughs> Always and forever. I was thinking Justin Timberlake. That, was, that had yeah, like a. You guys both went different places. <laughs> I was going Napoleon Dynamite. That had an undertone yeah, of email. Same. Okay, so this song. Uh, do you remember She's Got This Thing About Her? Yes. yes. Oh, I love, love that song. song. Off my neon record. I sang that at our buddy yeah, Johnny Bulford's yes, wedding. Yes, so wedding. good. Um, so does that song have drums? No. Are you sure? I don't know. Final answer. Oh, see, yes, this is my point yes. about ballads. Yes, it does. Does it? No, it doesn't. At the very end. Does it have strings? It has strings. 
I know that for a See? fact. Because I, I had to run the backing people, track for again, the wedding. Th this is the biggest thing, and this is why I play my songs for people that are not musicians. I want their guttural reaction. I just want their instinct to go, yes or no. I told you. It's usually yes or eh. Yeah, exactly. It's and never a no. means no. Yeah, and it, it means it, no. It means no, but it's never a no. You never, you would absolutely a thousand times want a no more than an eh. Mm-hmm. Well, there, you got it, that once, like, and it was the biggest hit ever. Terrible, <laughs> great, and then all this crap in the middle that is just meh. Nah. And if that's how you feel when you hear something that's art, it's not a good. <laughs> What's worse, uh, nah? A I would rather I would eh. rather someone say no than eh, eh, nah, or meh. Eh is indifferent, and that's yeah, that's the worst that's the place worst. to be with art or meh. This is going to get taken down, too. I'm 100% sure. this one is. Might be your smile, it can change my day. All right. It has drums. Yeah, it does. Uh, Where? Yeah. No, it's later. It's later in the song. It, it comes in. It's Because it, we when we did that, Still that got me it. and Stroud, and that's uh, Miles McPherson okay. playing. And he came in, and I was like, I just want it to be like this. I want it to be a scale and dynamic. I want it to build, 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 and then go away at the end. Does it yep. also have violins in it? Yes. Yeah, it's got okay. Oh, no, no, no. We had an entire orchestra. I was about to say, it sounded more like an orchestra. <laughs> but I think that's, that's why. That's like, you don't, but you, you were like, does it? It doesn't for a long A lot while. of people don't remember those parts of songs. They just remember if they loved it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's a thing in their brain where they're like, that song was a piano vocal. It's not. It's got a billion other things on that track. But maybe the song the song that you played me is literally just the piano and your vocal. And it reminds me kind of of that song and how it starts. And it's just so much more powerful like that. You but mean to you tell don't you something need... that's going to hurt her brain? It's not just piano. It's not just piano. I knew, I knew it wasn't. But, but I knew it I'm wasn't not saying the whole time. it's not, but it's it reminds not. me. It reminds me of that song because your vocal is so much stronger on that versus the instrumental. It's very but that, soft. But part of that's mix. Part of that is mix. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. The vocal that you played me with just piano is way better than the one with. No, <laughs> I'm talking about on the one that he played earlier. But again, this actually is what I want people sure. to do. You want people to fight for it and go, no, no, no. This is why I love yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, this is why I love the song. And this 31 minute music section has been brought to you by <laughs> you know We're at 31 it minutes. It, it wasn't is 31 been minutes. A long time <laughs> since we have had a long music session. So I'm fine with it's it. It's been good. You got, you got somewhere you need to be there, Ryan? Yeah, you know, not really. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meh. All right, eh. here we go. Fine. Is it, You just thought that was all meh? That wasn't? Eh. Hateful. You don't, you don't like understanding you know what's what? going on Watch in the music this. industry? Hey, Ryan, what are you listening to? Uh, leave it at the bar. Leave me at the bar oh, by uh, Matt Ferranti. I yeah. gave him enough time to it type up. it there in. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the remix version. That's I'm what I'm go, listening to this week. Uh, being as I've been on the West Coast so much this year, throwback California love. How how much did that play while you were on the West Coast? Oh you had to hear it all the time. I was, well, I, I was playing it. Just on repeat yeah. as the bus is rolling out. Why not? Uh, Haley, what you got? Um, I'm going to throw a little twister at you and say that it's technically two songs, but the same song. Um, I Hate You, I Love You by Olivia O'Brien, her original version, but you also have to listen to the version with Nash in it, or G-Nash, whatever you want to call him. 
however it's appropriately pronounced. But it's the same exact song, except Nash adds his version of the story and it's her version of the story. So you have to listen to both songs. I'm seeing Josh type all of this down at once. And he got it all verbatim, so don't worry. No, it's I Hate You, I Love You. Everyone knows that song. It's from 2016. Yeah. The the popular version. Wait, you don't know this song? Not everyone. Nope. Oh, I do. You you you, you know this song if I were to play it for you. Uh, but, mm, no, he he was pretty good. I live, in a, but, I live in a weird little vacuum in the basement. Yeah, the popular <laughs> version was this, the part with Nash in it where he put his raps in between her vocals. But the original song was just her. But they're two both different sides of the story of the relationship that is there. And it's just really good. So you have to listen to both of them. For anyone listening to this, I do not make Josh live in a vacuum in the basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> no. It's a, it's, a self, it's a self-imposed little bubble that I am within. Good. Uh, well, I, I played uh, Rockwood Music Hall in New York City last Tuesday. Uh, it was the first time I ever played in New York, the, my absolute favorite city in the entire world, and it was super fun. And so my choice this week is Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift. Uh. Um, however, I would like to just tell a quick little story. Uh, ran into one of our podcast followers at the show. Pod, quad, pod, squad. Pod, pod squad. squad showing up. Quad, pod squad. <laughs> and, uh, all right. Yeah, I want to all get that the same three <laughs> words in the right order. Squad. Quad, pod, squad. Use the hashtag. Hashtag merch. And it's always really cool to uh, to run into people. But she had shared that she had been going through some health stuff and that the podcast meant a lot to her and that it kind of lifted her spirits. And that's just really, it's really cool for us to hear that kind of stuff. It, it, again, like culmination of why we do these things. Like, you know, we've been doing this for over two years and it was just nice to meet you. It was, it was really cool to hear your story. And uh, thank you for, for coming. And we wish you well. Much love. Much love. So much love. All right. Which one? I'm not, I'm not going to say. I'm just going to see which Three. one you pick. Sports. Hey. There it is, sports. Okay, NBA update. Uh, Kevin Durant still is not traded. It probably mm. won't be for a while. I'm going to guess it's not going to be until December for Kevin Durant. All right, I'm going to say something. I, I'm, I'm basically into We're going many, into the season? Hey, yes. mini hot take. I don't think either one of them get traded. I think Kyrie Irving will be on the Lakers this week. What? How, I don't own. Uh, bucks? I, bucks? I don't have $100. Yes, you do. I don't want to bet a hundred dollars. <laughs> Twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Ah, I tied myself into one uh, week. You know what I thought was what, and what would have actually let me to, led me to agree with you. So LeBron played in the Drew League this week. Which mm-hmm. it? How do you explain what the Drew League? Hey, is? He had, by the way, when I get your twenty dollars, can I hang it right there? Will you sign it? Sure. <laughs> shout anyway, out, shout out Tin Roof. <laughs> so. Kyrie was supposed to show up to the Drew League and was a no-show. There was there was some yeah, back-end talking that that was kind of pre-planned because they didn't want to give away too much of LeBron and Kyrie potentially teaming up. Buddy, Kyrie also showed up. Where? He no-showed. He showed up with Kanye and Jalen oh, Brown. <laughs> Where? That. Where was he? Where? I don't know. I didn't see it. Where was he? Oh, you don't know? Yeah. He was at a basketball game. Was it Summer League? Yeah. Y'all don't know about oh, that? No, I didn't see it. He, it was it was obvious what he was doing. He also showed up to one of the Lakers assistant coaches basketball camps and was doing uh, dribbling drills. So oh, okay. I, I believe that there is something in the works and I can't believe that the Spurs would actually help facilitate this because the Spurs hate the <laughs> Lakers beyond a shadow of a doubt. But maybe they, they, they need him to do it, though. But they think maybe putting Kyrie on the Lakers would just be the final death blow to the Lakers. Um, I do think that Russell Westbrook will be 
a San Antonio spur. Whoa. I do believe that Kyrie Irving will be oh. on the Lakers and there will be some sort of three team trade. Oh. Wait, a spur? A spur. And here's why. Oh. Um, Victor Webanyama is the, the big prize for next season. Right. And I don't think that winning uh, basketball games would be in Russell Westbrook's future on that Spurs team. So it would allow you them. You think they're tank? You think they're doing a 76ers? I think that they can, the they, they, can, tanking? they can do a one year. So it's last year, Russell Westbrook's contract. You get to remove $46 million off of their payroll and get rid of him next season and be terrible this season. Mm. It seems like it would make a lot of sense to try to go get this guy. If you were right on this and this does not mm. become a meme on the internet, like Brian Winhorst going. <laughs> Right. That's wow. I haven't even heard that one. That's aggressive. I follow some some weird accounts on on yeah. Twitter and and you're deep in a Reddit NBA I'm, hole, aren't you? I'm, right I'm just all over the place. <laughs> I so. had a conversation with someone yesterday that said I look at basketball, the NBA, and the NHL the same way. And I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, I don't start watching till the end of the year. Anybody that watches all of those sports all year long is a nut job. And I was like, well, there's four of us, and we do a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Speaking of uh, crazy things in sports, <laughs> the so, U.S. is suing the Chicago, uh, so Chicago Cubs. I'm going to read you the headline, but I, I think yeah, this is... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before he reads you this headline, just know if you're listening to this right now. It, basically, I, it's clickbait a little bit. America is suing the Chicago like Cubs. Someone, someone used a photo... Of me and John Stone's dog, because John Stone came out with me on the road this weekend. Mm -hmm. And they were like, is Chris Young getting a new... And I was like, what? No. And th that was where it ended. And then I clicked on it, and it was still wrong. It was like, is Chris Young getting a new Great Dane? I was like, that's a Mastiff. That's a, but, yeah, not even close. Cool. They'd get get up on your dog raids. <laughs> that's when, like when somebody asks if Porter is a Malinois, I'm like, no. No. No, he's not. So according to Sportico, which is probably like Politico on Twitter, the United States of America is suing the Chicago Cubs, alleging the franchise has discriminated against individuals with disabilities, especially people who use wheelchairs. Uh, through Wiggly, Wiggly, Wrigley Field, through Wiggly Field alterations, um, through Wrigley Field alterations. What this should have said was Wrigley found not up to code for wheelchair accessibility after renovations. DOJ to intervene. That's what it yes. should have said, but it said Wiggly instead. And the lawsuit was filed by the U.S. Attorney General for the correct. Case. Which okay, that's All who right, handles that's, stuff yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. for. The DOJ. The DOJ, yeah. So, anyway. But, yeah, so the Cubs. All right. Ah, oh, shocker. You think the Red Sox would ever get sued or the Yankees? Nope. America doesn't doesn't sue those teams. They yeah, only sue they're American the teams, Cubs. right? America. American teams. No, it's dumb. It's dumb. I've been there. There's still accessibility. They well, should look into that rigged 2016 World Series, too, or 18, whenever they want it. The wigged? Wigged mm, 20. Okay. It was not rigged. We're going to keep this one short today. 108 stitches on a baseball, 108 Go years. Come on. Go to movies. Come on. Movies. We missed the British, British Open, Open, by the way. <laughs> Rory McIlroy. Oh, wait. Yeah, go back <laughs> to sports. All right, Roy McElroy absolutely collapses, ruins all betting people's dreams. He, this is what he does. We love this. We should be shorting him on every every Sunday. Every single time. Would you like your stat of the day on Roy McElroy, by yes. the way? 
He is the first player in major championship history. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm so sorry. First player. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that was a snort, but I'm that not 100 sure. I was trying to do the awkward silence thing for a moment there, and we only got to like five seconds, which makes four minutes truly incredible. I was, I'm just now that I'm doing that for four seconds. Saying. Okay, what's the stat of the day? He I'm so is sorry. the first player in major championship history to enter a final round with a lead, hit every green in regulation, and not win. That is hard to do. Whoa, are you serious? With a lead, is that act- every green in so regulation. Pipe, pipe, right, where is this coming from? Is this accurate? This is accurate. This is from ESPN Stats and Info, I believe. Uh, Justin Ray Golf, which, uh, you know, seems accurate enough for me. <laughs> seems like yeah. a guy. Wow. As far back as stats go, Roy McIlroy is the only player to hold, hold the 54-hole lead at the major, hit every green in regulation in the final round, and not win. Roy, if you're listening, just know that I would have uh, also not won. <laughs> That's, that's you, comforting. You would be all of us in a scramble. A terrible golf. Can we, for one second, though, give some love to Actually, you Cameron Smith? Can we give some love to him yes, for one second? Yes, just, just because, number one, has the best mullet and stash on the on the entire tour. Did you There's see no, where he was putting the the Claret? It was the Claret jug, right? No, yeah. What, that, yeah. A, he's putting it in like an overhead bin on this oh, flight. Oh, that's amazing. That's incredible. He's on like a Southwest flight. Good for he, him. He shot there a brilliant bogey-free closing round of 64. Five straight birdies on the back nine to finish at 20 under. It was an unbelievable round. He's had a really great year two winning the Players' Championship. And again, has the greatest mullet and the greatest hairdo on, on tour. I wonder oh, this. Mullets. It, it, mullets help on the golf course. You know, hair doesn't get in the way. It's the reverse Samson. <laughs> Do we want to get a Kentucky waterfall? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. They're great. Can't wait to um, see him on the LIV. And like, <laughs> oh god, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, uh, the only thing I was going to say is, a- actually, I don't know if I'm the best golfer here. Do you golf? I golf, but I'm not that good. Okay. Sure you you probably are golf. the best golfer. Here. Okay, you probably That's, are. I'm like, but the but just low low nineties. We're all going to go golf one day and film it. I'll low, break my knees. <laughs> I can't turn that way. You're not, you don't, you're not even turn. supposed to turn. No, but you see how you do that little knee prop thing when you go to the <laughs> I will fall down. Movies. So, We'd love to go golfing. Let's do this. We're doing it. Um, all right. The movie for this week, Thor, Love and Thunder. PG-13, 2022 action adventure. Right at two hours. It says 159. I feel like someone just was like, oh, yeah, it's 159. So when you look at it, it seems it starts like with it's a less one. than two hours. Yeah. yeah, it's two hours. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Th- I find this interesting. Rotten Tomatoes is 68%. Google users are 81%. Let me go ahead and do the uh, the read. Thorin Barks. Embarks just seems like a weird word. Thor embarks on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced. A quest for inner peace. However, his retirement gets interrupted by Gore the God Butcher, a galactic killer who seeks the extinction of the gods. Uh, Taika Waititi, I believe is, is how his yep. name is. So I got his name you right. You got his name right, just not the rest of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, July 8th was release date. Obviously, huge budget, quarter million dollars. Um, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Taika Waititi, 
Russell Crowe, like so many people. I didn't realize movie. Christian Bale was God or Gord the God Butcher, yes. and he, that that makeup is incredible. Okay, that was no wait, that was Christian. Yeah, yes, right. He's in the trailer. Come on, it's in the trailer. I never really paid attention to that. Yeah, that's who that was. Damn. All Lo- right, loved him as Voldemort. So I, I just want. He was Voldemort. <laughs> it looked like Voldemort. Oh. I almost rocked my world there. <laughs> now, what did you think of the movie? So I absolutely love the movie because uh, not. Stop. Oh. What did you think of the movie? I loved the movie. Ugh, it tried. Oh, we're going back to our thing. Meh. No. I, Meh. So, so here, here's my deal. Meh. This is why I asked in that order. You guys, it, it, it is like a 70-30 split of everyone I know. 70% of people are like, love the movie. It was great. It was awesome. There's someone in the group that's like, I hated it. I didn't say I hated it. Yeah, but you didn't say I didn't you give loved it, a no. it, which is worse. I didn't give it a no. It's indifference, I, Ryan. I, I You're indifferent to the movie. I just thought it tried so hard to be funny, and it just wasn't authentically is funny. That is it, his character. But there's way too many times where they force comedy on you. Like, the funniest thing to me were the goats smashing into the planet. Like, that I actually laughed and chuckled at, like, yeah. in the theater. I laughed a lot. Everything they, like, else, they, did like, a, they did a joke trailer with the goats. The goats were probably yeah. one of my favorite like, parts yeah. of the movie. That was a thing. Underlying, it was it was excellent. Everything else, I was like, there's so much forced comedy in this movie. But that, not, uh, okay, so look at... Sorry. It's not a forced comedy. It's you have to understand Thor's character. He's been that like mockery basically throughout the entire uh, series of Marvel. I didn't feel this in Ragnarok though. I didn't feel that same sort of forced. I don't know about that. Joking. I, they so made him fat. Here's my like, thing. They did make him fat, which was excellent. The comedy is there. Hey, by the way, I also want to call out something completely unrelated. Um, I saw an article where he said like his wife was really unhappy that he got that jacked. Wait, he what? was like the biggest he's ever been, and his wife was like unhappy. She was like, "It's not even attractive." Most she of the crazy. women of America would so disagree. Small kings, but... yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, you tiny guys. Let's go. Then she was just like, mm, "I'm it's available." Too much. Oh God, no, you're well, not. Slim. I'm not actually. Well, slim. Like wow, slim, slim athletic. Body. She really doesn't need to listen slim, to this <laughs> podcast. Thin athletic bodies over here for all the women that don't like lots of muscles. <laughs> We're right. here I hate for everything mute about him, what just him, happened. Him. Oh my god! Wait, uh, okay. So why did you love the movie? Because I I felt like there were just way too many parts of force. I thought it was good. Again, that is Thor's character. He is he's always been the joke, and it kind of you know transcribes to the fact of Loki being who he is and his relationship with his father. Like it's just who he is, and the playoff with the with Malnor and his Mjolnir. I can't say that. I'm a nerd, sorry. I can't, but I can't say it. Mjolnir. Like Mjolnir. 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 I can't really say it very well, so I tried to I got you a referee for your birthday two years ago. Hey, if you ever break into my house, just know that... Mjolnir's coming for you. Mjolnir. If I can't... If I can't get to any other weapon fast enough before you get upstairs, I have a replica of Thor's hammer. That will be coming right at your face. It will it's be heavy. raining hell. Down. It's heavy. It is very heavy. <laughs> I picked it up. I thought it was going to be like plastic. I'm like, nope. So then, no. why did you love it? Why did I love it? Yeah, well, I loved it. the storyline, especially with Jane like coming in, and I missed the most important part of the movie because some juveniles ran into the movie theater and 
Oh, the cops came in, and then <laughs> after the cop left, Wait, time out. Wait, what? Wait, is this the kids that were blowing up fireworks at Hundred Oaks inside? This was Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. So they came in. They what? were being yeah. Three three teenagers stole a a Mustang and then drove to the Tom, uh, Thompson Lane <laughs> one, and were blowing up fireworks inside. What? Yeah. So they all got caught. In the most important part and emotional part of the movie, they came I guess they were running in. Her movie. in. They came running in. They all sat in different chairs. One of them was like a seat over from me. Another one was a couple seats over. And the cops come in and he's just like, y'all just need to calm down and just watch the movie, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I'm like, they weren't even in here to begin with. And then, so the cop leaves and they all con- and they yeah. all gather together and they're just talking and talking and talking. And I keep looking up at them and I'm like. That sounds more finally, interesting than the movie. Well, and finally, again, this is the most emotional part of the movie. And finally, I yell, shut the hell up. And then my friend jumps in and curses them out as well. And then they're just like, and then they all leave. (laughs) And they've been arrested. And And so when we walked out of the movie theater, there was about five cops out there. There was still a couple of them hiding. So I was a snitch. And I walked in there (laughs) to the person at the front of the thing. And I said, hey, they're right there. Go get them. So you got them arrested. Good job. <laughs> they they ruined the most emotional part. I don't even know what happened at the end. I need to go see it again at this point. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is a great day. Uh, so here's my thing. Did they ever explain? No. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Gore the God Butcher's. Oh no, not that weapon. Yes. Yeah, they, they did. Yes, they did. Because I haven't. And why he kept trying to yet. steal the uh, the hammer? No, no, not 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 that the actual no. the actual sword. Yes, they do. It curses like, the person. Yeah, and okay. it, they, it they drains do, they do the them. backstory and and why and how it trade went from who had when, it before him. When for, Time for some All right, this is the point where I'm getting even more nerdy. Let's go. Um, oh how do they explain it in the movie? In two different parts. No, no, no. Where did it come from? It came, he is in front of, he is lost in the desert. He loses his daughter. He takes, he goes and finds the gods. And he's like, hey, can you? And the gods are like, no, we, we're not, we don't do that for you. Yes. And there is a, the the person who had the sword before is dead who? and slayed. I don't remember um, his A name, big iron did, looking man. They, they said did, his name. They did say his name. I don't remember it I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head either. All right. I need to see this movie, but if they mess this up, I'm going to be so angry. They they did say the name of it. I do not remember the name of it. And then the sword finds its way to Gore and then he yeah. goes. Can I give you Damn. one more spoiler? Yeah. Time for some. Gore's daughter is actually Chris Hemsworth's actual daughter. Yes. In real life, which I every, thought was actually really cool. Every single one of Chris Hemsworth family members are it like direct relatives. Like his, in, this, his in this film, wife, I guess I didn't realize that. His dog his kids and his brother, who is him in the the mock up version no of way. Thor and okay, Asgard. That's cool. Like yeah. that's that's cool. Yeah. Like that's that. Luke. So I, it's that's like awesome. his wife's in it. Luke's in it. His kids are in it. That's pretty cool. I just yeah. didn't realize that that was his ten year old daughter. That was that was Gore's daughter. You mean Liam? Did I say Luke? Yep. I am your father. Hang on. He has three brothers total. It is Luke. 
It is Luke? Okay, because yeah, I didn't the, know if you meant lesser, Liam. No, no, it's the, the lesser, lesser third, known. The third. Is yeah. he, wait, he's playing the play part in the Oh my gosh, he's no wonder why it looks so yeah, much like the him. the actor that's yeah. Thor. No wonder it looks so much like him. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, is that him? Well, <laughs> at least Luke got some shine then. Absolutely. Yeah, not Liam. Luke. Uh, it, it, the reason that I'm asking is, uh, and nerds may come after me if any of them listen to this podcast, but where Gore the God Butcher got his weapon actually has a lot to do with another part of the cinematic universe that Sony owns. Mm. Oh, remember that movie Tom Hardy was in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do reference that, or they don't? They do not okay. reference that. Yeah, part. I wonder if they were not allowed. I imagine the red tape on that. It's hard. Yeah. It was, it's still hard enough to get Spider-Man in these. I around. know, I know, I know. I, I, I think it, it, w- the minute this got announced and I saw who the bad guy was going to be, I was like, oh, Gore the God Butcher, like he turns against the gods because they wouldn't help him in yep. his time of need. And he, Yeah, like it, it's a huge arc in the comic books. Correct. Um, they they do a really good job showing that, but I do not know if it answers the question that you're. Yeah, I don't remember right. the name of the dead demon. It was like some big iron-looking man. That is not uh, the dead demon. No. But yes, I did love this movie. I, I wish think I could you have known like, what happened at the end. I think you will like the movie, Chris. I think you will also agree with me. There is a little bit of forced comedy in certain parts. So I. I, I disagree. This is actually, I laughed the hardest in this movie out of any Marvel movie that I've watched. I laughed so hard. The, the soundtrack is freaking phenomenal. The soundtrack is my life because it's all old rock and it's kind of the idea of the, the whole soundtrack's Love soundtrack's great, I, uh, but that's... No, but that's you're missing the whole point of what he is. He is a joke and he's been a joke the entire Marvel universe. It's always universe. satirical. I understand that, but it just felt forced this time well, around. He hasn't been funny the entire time. No, he, but he, he's he been, shifted that like somewhere around. But he's been the mockery. Age of Ultron. He has then, been the mockery of the group because he's this love and whatever. And I mean, he fights and he lo- and there's more physical stuff back behind it. But this brings out that part of him that they've been slightly mocking the entire series. That yeah, he lost the love of his life and now he's a joke. And also. He, Next spoiler alert. Seems like we're going to have another Thor movie, the fifth. It seems uh, as we saw at the end of that. It, it would it would imply that there he will at least show up in some some other movies. Yes. Um, and something's happening in Valhalla. Something. There's there's uh, there's three things I want to point out. Uh, number one, the shout out to Infinity Cones, the ice cream shop in the background. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was so good. In in New Asgard, that was incredible. Uh, number two. I don't remember which character, but he had a whole bunch of 80s rock posters on his wall. And one of them was the Mad Titans, which is a reference to Thanos, which I thought was awesome. And I only caught that. I caught that out of the corner of my eye. And number three, the reason why the goats scream is because they saw the Taylor Swift video where they put the goat (laughs) in the trouble. He did this in an interview. He, they weren't oh. the goat. The goats are, are, are factual to the comic books. <laughs> yes. They actually did pull, yes. the, pull the boat, but he was like, it would be funny if we made them scream after he saw that video. And so that's why they scream. Oh, that's so great. I love them even great. more now. The screaming goats are fantastic. The goats are the goats. It's trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Wait, it's trouble. That's even better. That's the yeah. trouble video. No, oh, go, go look so up, good. go look up. All right, anyone listening to this, if you've never seen this video before, please go look at 
screaming goats Taylor Swift. Yep. That's all you have to type in. You'll find it. By the way, uh, you can't, Null. You can't play it right now. Was that oh, who I'm they said? It. Yes. It, the one that they stole, the, the they took the sword from. Okay. Yes, it was yes. Null. It was. The Great Null is what I think they said. Yes. Hmm. Oh my God, there's a goat remix. This is so great. All right, the, I, I'm being very vague. <laughs> so Null uh, is basically the progenitor of the symbiote species. Mm. So that's why Venom exists. Got it. So it does tie and into And later, it. retroactively... He was an unseen enemy of Thor because he it, he made the Necro Sword, right? right? Right. I knew there was no way they're going to be able to put that they in there. They didn't put all that in so there, but they I, did. They, they, they did. Do okay, it. well, they yeah. gave part of it. Yep. All right. All right. All right. All right. What are we going to see next week? Should we see the Elvis movie? Yeah, no, I kinda, I've heard. I, I see haven't that. heard good things about it. Is I that have. is the Bullet Train out yet? I've heard it's long. How long are we talking here? Not, not time. I, it just kind of plods because I, I guess it, it time skips a lot and is is almost um, your favorite actor on the planet time narrating is. everything. And it, it, it like never sticks in one time period for very long. Now, I haven't seen this movie, so if I'm wrong, somebody shout me out. Come on but that's that's there. what I've heard. Can I make a can I make a unbelievable suggestion? The scary movie. Yeah, yes, black I'm phone. Down. I'm down. Oh God, I hate. Really? I, I you're gonna look, make me watch a scary movie, dude. Here's the thing. We I all hate, gotta go together. I hate these movies, but I would go see that one. It actually looks. I'm here this week until the weekend. Let's go. Okay. Um, also, when we get done, if you have not seen this yet, uh, shout out to Drew Dixon. Hey, good friend of mine. Sent me a trailer for the most terrifying movie I've seen in a long time. Very excited about it. Uh, Look up the trailer for Smile. Minions. (laughs) (laughs) Minions. It is not Minions. What's it called? Smile? Smile. Yep. Ryan might pee his pants. It, it, I'll show oh, you guys no. I'll, oh, as no. soon as we no, get no, done. Because no. we're just, almost to the hot take. Let's just go a to the screenshot hot on take. it. Just go no, to the hot take. No. Go to the hot take. Woo. Go to the hot take. Do, so not Brian Wilson's smile? Not no. that. Hot take! Also not Sarah's smile. Okay. Not that either. Uh, or the band that wasn't Queen. Used, they used to be called Smile? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. We are all over the place today. Um, all right, guys. I'm saying it. I saw this on the internet. The hot take. For today, Barry Bonds is the best baseball player of all time. Ooh. I don't care Ooh. that he did drugs when everyone else that was is doing a drugs. Juice opinion. I know. I do not care. Juice I'm for it. Opinion. I do not juice care. Juice up, everyone. Juice balls. Juice up. Look at look at what he did before everyone started using steroids, and then look at what he did after. He had almost the same records and awards and home run numbers. And before he started juicing, who started juicing? Oh, just Everyone. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and set and Ho- the world on fire. And, and so Jose Barry Canseco. Bonds, who'd already won, like, gold gloves, all the, like, and MVP as, awards. And as we like, said, it, juicing doesn't make your response time faster no. or your skill better. It just, you can Dude, get I've it I've never seen someone turn on a ball, like, bat to contact 
that fast with that aggressive swing ever. I you, people are gonna come at me. They're gonna be like Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth. I I don't care. I don't care. The slider did not even exist when Babe Ruth was playing. It didn't exist, Ryan. I see you looking this up. I I respect history and I love those guys. He he's the best baseball player I've ever seen. Who wants to go next? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just gonna be I'm gonna do the classic. I mean you can't outdo Babe Ruth. You really yes, can't. Yes, you can. No. Not Babe. he was Every, you don't even know baseball, and people know Babe Ruth. You know why Babe Ruth still gets talked about? Why? Because of the he used lot. to pitch and hit. <laughs> you know who else does that? Shohei. Way better. Otani. Shohei Otani. He should be on the so list. So Shohei Otani <laughs> is the greatest baseball player of all time. Is that what you're making? He right? should no, be. He doesn't have enough years then. <laughs> uh, by the way, he does have, like, the, um, I believe they were saying, the on-base percentage against Shohei Otani is the lowest that it's ever been against a pitcher since like 1970. Yeah, he's, he's a freak. And he's a freak. his on-base percentage the is the highest it's been since like 1970. He's, he's a freak. And by I, the way, the Angels suck because they can't get anything out of charge. He's going to be such a great will. What in the hell? Whoever's in charge of the angle, the angles. Yeah, the, the angles would be better than the Angels at this point because, boy, oh, boy. That's like when the Chiefs were bad, we call them the chefs. The chefs. Yeah. I don't know I'm having trouble speaking today Josh, that's normally something i'm who's the be, who's at. the greatest baseball player of all time you know i uh, it should be shohei otani um it <laughs> it for me i do believe that mark mcguire actually saved baseball i think that i think that after the lockout i think that there I was quit. no there was no more exciting time and i understand that that barry bonds beat that record i get it i get it but that we were only excited about that after the race between Maguire and Sosa. And it really felt like it was always Maguire's the entire time. And yeah, I just it was, by the way, it was between the yeah. two of them. It was Mark Maguire. Yeah. And if you say Sammy Sosa, it's just because you're a Cubs fan. For sure. I didn't say Sammy Sosa. I know, but no, I'm saying between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Yeah, but that little were... that little crow hop. Oh out no, of then I will the say box. Sammy Sosa. The Sammy crow hop out of the box, though, that was that was, that was the good. best. That's pretty good. I did love that. I did love that. That's pretty good. So I, I will say before I give my my uh, my opinion, do not give us a list. Uh, well, I, I will say ESPN and Bleacher Report both agree with Bear in terms of Babe Ruth being the greatest baseball player of all no. time. That is that is the consensus for both of those. No. He had years and years and years of records. Now while now while Babe Ruth was incredible and Mark McGuire was good. <laughs> the, look, pitches that they have to hit now did not exist when Babe Ruth played. Was I love was good. I love history. I I have the utmost respect for Babe Ruth, but I think it's kind of funny that now people are mad about him. And by him, I mean like Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa doing drugs when Babe Ruth was drinking and smoking in the clubhouse and, and still going rocking. Out there. He was definitely hammered and blasting yeah, baseballs. I was like, like, for sure. Okay. Also, That's most talent. most strikeouts. So let's just factor that in there as well. Okay. Mark McGuire the most strikeouts. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Babe Ruth. Uh, so Barry Bonds. Uh, look, Barry Bonds was my favorite baseball player growing up. Yes. I had a Barry Bonds jersey. I kept the newspaper when he hit the set the home run record. Like I loved watching Barry Bonds play. But I'm going to go with a guy who has a book written about him called The Science of Hitting. Ted Williams is the greatest baseball player of all time. He might not have the power numbers. I, I'm actually not. I, 
He might not have he might not have the kind of history. Part of the reason why is because three years of, of his career he spent in the Army Corps and in the Navy. He took time out of his career to go serve our country. Or else you okay. would have three thousand hits and six hundred home runs. Doesn't wait, make wait, you a, any part of a baseball wait, player. Wait, 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 I'm just I'm saying. Well, I'm saying that in the sense of no, 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 no. Don't don't. That stopped him from getting you the three thousand hit and six hundred home run mark. No, no, you can't, you can't do that. I can do this though. Ted Williams <laughs> you are, is the greatest baseball player of all time. No other players ever hit four hundred in a season. Ted Williams did that. He is by far the best pure hitter. He's the only hitter. one that's ever hit only one that's ever hit four hundred in a season. Man. The best pure hitter ever to play this Again, game. Again, I am I am all here. Cheater. For I'd like to change my Ted vote. Wo- Michael Jordan is He's- the best baseball. Player. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you've ever watched a Birmingham Bear, <laughs> thank you guys so you much for listening to Claude with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris from Bear, me, Josh, and Ryan. We love you guys. Make sure you vote on the poll. We want to hear who you think is the best. And we're out. You actually knew the name of the team that Michael Jordan Yeah, that is kind of crazy. You pulled that out immediately. Like, there was no hesitation. The Birmingham Barons. I, you could have been like, I'll give you $10 million. I had no clue. <laughs> what about Tim Tebow? Greatest baseball. <laughs> what team did Port he play for? We're, we're done.